Hello, New York sports fans. We're back. Another episode of the Jersey Turnpike Boys. We have a lot to talk about in this episode. A lot going on right now in New York sports. Nick, what's going on? Zach, a lot to talk about is an understatement here. We don't just have one. We don't just have two. We just don't have three. We don't just have four, but we have five teams in the playoffs. You sounded like LeBron for a second when he went to Miami. Remember when he went to Miami? <laughs> He's like, not one, <laughs> not two. <laughs> the first time since, I think somewhere in the 1990s, I read that all all five winner, local winner teams have made the playoffs in the same season. Yeah, it's exciting. Unreal. We got a lot of New York New York teams Unreal. in. Uh, honestly, Nick, right now I'm really excited. Are any of them about- going to win a championship, though? Uh, well, that's, that's to debate. That's the whole point of this episode, honestly, right now, but let's right now as a New York Knicks fan, let's talk about their chances to win uh, a playoff series for the first time, I believe in 10 seasons. So since the Carmelo Anthony days, and I think they have a good, very good chance. Of winning this series. Yeah. So it's been 10 years since the Knicks won a playoff series. And I think this could be the time that they did it. I mean, we were saying that two years ago going to the Atlanta series, and we all know what happened there. But I think this is a good matchup for the Knicks. They've had success against Cleveland in the regular season. The thing is, obviously, Julius Randle, I'm pretty sure it's doubtful right now, right, if he's going to play game one. So we'll see his status heading into game one. But we also what Brunson did the last time the Knicks matched up with the Cavs. He threw up 48. He looked great. He's coming off that playoff experience last year with Dallas. So even if Julius isn't ready to go game one, the Knicks have been a great road team all season. So I think they have a shot to go into Cleveland and win game one, even without Julius. Uh, we all know what IQ's done all season for this Knicks team. I think the Knicks match the Knicks match up well. They can compete with uh, the Cavs' speed. They can contain Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Darius Garland would definitely going to be a player to watch in the series, but I think the Knicks match up well. They've had success, and I think this is, this is a winnable series. It's going to be a good series. I think definitely the best series in the East heading to the first round. I would feel better about this Knicks playoff, uh, Knicks upcoming playoff run, if it wasn't against the Cavaliers. Ooh, because go. What, what what do you mean by well, that? You, it's a couple things. One, it's become more stressful now, because if they lose a series, what is gonna? What's the Knicks fans' reaction gonna be? See, that's the Knicks fans' reaction, right? I don't think the players are thinking about that going into the series. I don't think they're like, oh, but, well, no, 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 it doesn't matter. Do they Quinn Grimes and and quickly are like, well, like it could have been Donovan Mitchell on this team, and I could be somewhere well, else or with well, they wouldn't be here. Yeah, so I don't think they're thinking about that, though. I think they're just trying to do everything they can to prepare to win this series right now. So I don't think that's really going to affect the series. Will it affect the aftermath? No, it's not going to affect the players. We'll see. But what I'm like, what I'm hearing about this having to be the Cavaliers, it's not going to affect the series. It's not going to affect the players. Maybe Mitchell, because Donovan Mitchell did want to come to the Knicks, and when they didn't trade for him, there might be a chip on his shoulder. But when you're looking at it, there was obviously some unhappiness about them not making that trade and not bringing Donovan Mitchell. And the cry and the outcry for they need a superstar. Now, we're going to really 
find out after this series, push come to shove, do they make the right move or do they make the wrong move? And if they lose right. the series, it was clearly the wrong move, and it's going to look like a disaster. It's a bad look for the Knicks, and from how bad of looks the Knicks have had over the last twenty some years, what one playoff series win, and how many years at this point, it's going to look even worse. And it's going to be the same old typical Knicks. And you know what? The great season that they just had and one of the better seasons they've had in franchise history in the last few years goes right out the fucking window. It could. I mean, look at two seasons ago, right? We were praising the Knicks. We were praising RJ. We were praising Julius. And then five games later, we're saying Julius shit the bed that he cost this Knicks team a run in the playoffs. So you you really, if you want to prove yourself – in any major professional sports league, you got to show up in the postseason, uh, and that that's it is proven time, is and time crazy. after again. It is crazy, but this is clearly a better Knicks team than the one that made the playoffs and was the four seed in twenty twenty one. They have and more depth, better. more way more depth than they did but, that twenty twenty team or twenty twenty one team going into the playoffs. I felt. But going into the playoffs, I felt better about that team than I do this team. And I don't know if it's because the Donovan Mitchell thing is haunting us and it's going to haunt Knicks fans. Obviously, look, they don't have the home court like they did in the Hawks series in 2021 as well, which me makes it a little bit tougher. But I don't know. I just, There's something about it. I just don't have a good feeling about this series. And it's maybe I'm worried about what the what it's going to look like after they possibly lose to Donovan Mitchell when they could have had Donovan Mitchell. It kind of haunts me a little bit. Um, it is going to be interesting, though, to kind of get into the actual series. Um, look, the Knicks have looked like a different team since Julius Randle left the court. And I don't know if they're necessarily a better team, but they're a lot more up-tempo. Oh, and you yeah. see a lot of Ups- the athleticism and skill with Obi Toppin in that lineup now. Yeah, Obi's getting some good minutes to play. I don't know. It's curious to see what the Knicks are going to do after this He's season. He's played right? well. And what they're going to do at IQ, too, with him playing as well as he has. What does his future look like with the Knicks? Are they going to try to ship him off and try to get something for him? Maybe like a disgruntled superstar kind of to play alongside Julius. I don't know. It's curious to see where the Knicks go after this season. Uh, but, yeah, it'd be great if they can get this one playoff series. It's been 10 years. So I think it's going to be a great series. I think it's going to go six, seven games. I think it's going to be back and forth series, fast tempo. And yeah, I think it's, we're going to see some great basketball out of this series. You know what's going to be a key in this series, and I feel like what makes me worried about it because we haven't seen it all this year. You know what the Knicks' identity was in twenty twenty one. What defense? It was great defense. Yeah. Yep. And what have we not seen this year? You've seen. We have not really seen defense. great defense. Yeah. But they're going to need to play defense if they're going to win. RJ series. has to they, show up, too. Obviously, it's... Well, you know what is, and we said it on the previous episodes, as long as IQ or RJ Barrett show up on night-to-night basis, you're going to be all right. But that's with Julius Randle and Brunson both being in there. I guess that is the difference. That's true. It, they both will need to show up if Randle's out, especially game one. He's. I don't think he's going to play game one, but I think he'll play game two. That seems to be the consensus. I think he's listed as doubtful right now for game one. So the likelihood of him playing is pretty low. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night in Cleveland should be a good one. But I think it's time to move on to another New York team that's got a 
a pretty big playoff series coming up. The Nets coming in as big underdogs against the 76ers. Do you think the, Nick, the Nets have any chance to compete against the 76ers in this series? We all seen the Sixers struggle in the postseason in the past. Do the Nets have a shot? I mean, they got some talented, they got some talented players. They got Clack, uh, they got Claxton in there. They have Dinwiddie. They have Bridges. I mean, they have some talent on that team. No real superstar who could, could be with the likes of a Harden or Embiid, but I think the Nets can hang in there and win a, win steal a game two. Probably not even going to force it to seven, but I think the Nets can make this a decent series, and I think they can compete with the 76ers based off their depth and great coaching too. No. No. You think it's a sweep? You think the Nets go the down Nets win, four? If the Nets win, if the Nets win one game in this series, I consider that to be an overachievement. I think they get a game. I'm going to say Sixers and I'm going to say Sixers and five, but I don't really have that much. But I wouldn't be shocked if they got swept. If if one of these games comes down to the is close towards the end of the game, I consider that an accomplishment. Then the 76ers are that much better than the Nets. Let's be realistic here. The only reason the Nets are even in the playoffs is because of all the work Katie and Kyrie did before they left. That's the only reason. I mean, that's and the main how reason. How are you shutting down? What are you going to use? Yeah, but how do you stop Joel Embiid? Well, you can't really stop a Joel Embiid. You can try your best to slow him down type of thing. And who do the Nets have that can match with Joel Embiid? You guess you put Claxton on him. Claxton compared to Joel Embiid. I mean, that's going to be the the key thing, and then Harden's passing ability to find the open man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think the Nets are going to lay down and die, though. I think they'll put up a fight. I mean, ultimately, they're gonna the Sixers be... are a much more talented team. There's no doubt about they're it. They're going to put up a fight. I don't disagree with that. They'll put up a fight, but there's no way this game, this series, goes more than five games. There's no way. Wow. There's zero chance. Five games. Let's see, Nick. Let's see if the Nets can prove you wrong and uh, win, win two or three games in the series. Be pretty pretty impressive if they end up pulling off the W. But I, th- I, I think we'll see some good basketball this series. I don't think it's going to be a complete blowout. So another exciting I series think, to watch. I think game one's going to be – here, I'll point out – I'll give you the storyline. I think game one's going to be close, but the Sixers will pull away in the last, like, five minutes. Sixers blow them out in game two. Game three is probably about a 10-point win. Game four, the Nets have a spirited effort and win that one. And then they get blown out in game five. I just released the script for the Nets-Sixers uh, series in the end. Let's see if your script's right, Nick. Let's see. Uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Obviously, Vegas has 76ers. Pretty significant favorites in the series, so... That's going to be another one to watch. Some fun series in the East. I think the Knicks-Cavs is the best series, though, in all basketball in this first round. So I'm oh, very excited yeah, to watch that 100%. series kick off tomorrow night in Cleveland. Let's talk about a series that kicks off Tuesday night in Newark, New Jersey at The Rock. Nick, I did not – I'll be honest. I did not want this matchup in the first round. <laughs> I was really me. hoping the Devils would win the division. And they would have got the Islanders then, I, I believe, in the first round. I don't know if you wanted that either. But we'll talk- I'd rather have them than the, the Rangers. It's creating wars in my life, Nick, this series. <laughs> uh, Dude, I'm going 
family battles, friends battles. This series is just a complete. You don't have. There's no friends, Zach. You and I aren't friends for the next two weeks at least. Yeah, friends become enemies during this series in the playoffs. And you know what it is too. It it's not as much for the Devils, but how bad would it look for the Rangers if they get eliminated in the first rounds after you got to the conference finals last year and you were within two games of going to the Stanley Cup? You then got Vladimir Tarasenko, which you thought was probably one of the best moves of the trade deadline. And then on top of that, you got Patrick Kane as well. And it leads to a first round of exit to your one of your most hated rivals. How's that possible? How could that possibly be any good for the Rangers? The Devils. I think it's going to hurt them because it's obviously been the best season they've ever had in franchise history. But it's not going to hurt you guys as much if you guys get eliminated in the first round because you weren't expected to be there. The I think all the pressure's on the Rangers in this series. Yeah, I mean, coming into the season, the Rangers definitely had much higher expectations than the Devils. But the Devils have played really well all season. They obviously got off to that really hot start. I mean, they've made some great moves in the offseason, right? Look at the last couple of years. You bring in Dougie Hamilton. You bring in John Marino. You bring in Vitek Vanacek. You get Timo Meyer, uh before the trade deadline. You bring back Nate Bastion. I mean, they've made some great moves, some big moves for them. I mean, you re-signed Jack Hughes, too. I mean... And Luke Hughes is now a, up. Yeah, you had Luke Hughes get in the game one or the other night. Devils set in the franchise record uh, for wins. So, I mean, I think this Devil team is going to be tough to beat, Nick. I mean, the Devils have to be the favorite going into the series. They got home the ice. The Devils are the favorite with the home ice. Four Even though, wins. Let's, let's be realistic here. Do you really have home ice? The Rock looks pretty blue the, when the Rangers I think come the, to town. That was regular season. Postseason's a different ball game. Hey, I hey, think hey, the Devils no, no, fans no, no, are going to no, no, show no, 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 up. No, 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 I'll, I'll sum you up right now. Because I've been arguing this with Devils fans. I'm sick of it. I got the email about the Devils playoff tickets going on sale. Yeah, but I mean, I'll probably... They're emailing Rangers fans I'll get the about Rangers. the tickets. Yeah, they don't know you're a Rangers fan. You just bought yeah, tickets. Check your, check your email... Check your email right now. I bet there's not a single Rangers email in there about playoff that. tickets. That's not the point. They don't know your well, yeah you because you don't That's... because my team don't be like oh because my team my do... team knows how to sell your team. You need us to take over half your building. We're taking over half your building for the Nick, playoffs. We have I bought we don't even I get emails from the Cowboys about buying tickets because I bought tickets there. It's just automated. Yeah, <laughs> but... Nothing to do with. No, it's not. It's like, oh, we. No, 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 no. I'll give you game. a fact. I'll give you the facts. You think I'll give the you Cowboys the want me in doubt? Any team? I've been to. I've been to three. I've been to two different arenas this year. Three in the last two seasons. I went to the Bruins this year with you. For the Rangers, I went to the Flyers this year, and I went to the Stars. Two of those teams are in the playoffs. Okay. And the Devils, actually. So we've gotten a few teams. There's only two teams that email me about playoff tickets. The Devils and the Rangers. 
the Bruins aren't stupid enough to email me. The Stars aren't stupid enough to email me, but the Devils are. And you know what? A lot of other Ranger fans also got those playoff ticket emails. The email isn't going to make you buy the ticket. If you want a ticket, you would find a way to buy it anyway. Just you we're, can go on stuff. We're taking over your building. Um, we're going to take over your building for two of the games. It's pretty. Not because of the but emails. You know Ranger you fans can buy got... it. I mean, yeah, there would be a lot of devils. You guys are selling a lot of red to Ranger at, at Madison Square Garden. I can tell you too for for no, Ranger games. No, there isn't. I bet there's going to be a lot. I bet you there's. No, I bet you not at all. All right. Well, I'll take that bet. We'll see. We'll see. Come. <laughs> we'll see uh, when the Devils travel to MSG. What it looks like color wise yeah, well, in the stands. When we're up two nothing in the series, because Vitek Vanacek can't uh, stop a Patrick Kane one timer. Yeah. All right. Well. It. Moving we'll on. See, see Jack. Hughes, we'll see Jack Hughes, Jasper Bratt. Jack Hughes, the entire series. We'll see Nico dominate you guys. So. Yeah, let's talk. You ever taken a ride on the Truva train? <laughs> let's talk I about the Islanders. Jack used to take a ride on that. <laughs> what? Some you the you're scared about the Rangers? Bit. You don't want to talk more Ranger hockey? You're scared? Devils fans I mean, are scared, friends. Let's hear it. I mean, I they're think they're selling you should, Ranger I think fans you their playoff I think you should be scared of VT. Where's your playoff in the speed? <laughs> this team doesn't have a lot of. The speed I'm scared of. I'll won't, I won't. I won't disagree with you there. I don't I think the lack of devil speed experience. But I'm really not scared of Vitek Vanacek. I mean, I think you should be. He's played awesome all season. He's proven he's he a quality NHL goalie. Yes, multiple yeah, games but... this year. He can definitely. What? I mean, I mean, I'd have to look through all the games, but I could think of multiple instances. Just, just thinking back, where VTech, key contributor, and I would say he that in fact stole the games. But moving on, let's move on to the Islanders right now. Um, don't look at me what like a, that. You know, you know, VTech Danitech had a great season for the Devils right now. But moving, let's move on to the. Tender. Let's move on to the Islanders right now. They sneak, they they sneak into the what? wild card spot. Uh, sneak in, they were gifted the wild card spot. There's. Pittsburgh's game spots to lose. All right, sneak in, gifted, but, whatever. They made the wild card, right? And they got a first round matchup against Carolina. They actually get the first wild card because the second wild card uh, goes to Florida. Pittsburgh completely fell out of the playoffs. But I mean, this yeah. team two years ago made a run at the Stanley Cup. Two years in a row, they did it in 2020 as well. Yeah, so. We all know the talent on this team. They have high they had high expectations going to last year. They underperformed. The expectations weren't as high coming into the season. They struggled kind of out of the gate and ended up picking up towards the end of the season. But I think this could be a dangerous team. They have the playoff experience. They have the goaltending. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think the Islanders can be a threat? You think they can steal this first round series against Carolina? We'll see. I it was interesting. So the fact that they not only got into the playoffs because Pittsburgh, all Pittsburgh needed to do was beat Chicago. And they didn't do that. And it gave the Islanders the playoff spot right back. 
They did that. And, and then they avoided Boston on top of that. The Islanders, like you said, this team went to the Stanley Cup uh, Eastern Conference Finals two years in a row in 2020 and 2021. And you can put some circumstances behind why they didn't make the playoffs last year. And they started off decent. I thought they were going to be a playoff team about halfway through the end, and they really fell off. Um, obviously, it was a flip of a coin and a tough decision by Lou Amarillo to decide, should we sell, should we buy? And the surprise um, acquisition of Bo Horvat really was needed for them because Matt Barzell really missing a lot of uh, time. Definitely has hurt the Islanders. Um, it's really a depend i don't know what matt barzell's uh status is for the playoffs because if you get matt barzell back this is a pretty good islander team when you really think about it well he's a key player a veteran team. team like you said yeah more one than of their key. best players as i realistically <laughs> if not like he's their the best, best player. player yeah so we'll see so health issues coming in but we'll see carolina's been a good team all I season could see, long i could definitely now think about it how team. stressful it could be for either one of us, Zach. Yeah. So we think about I that could Carolina. Actually see the Islanders upsetting Carolina. Yeah. I just keep thinking about that Carolina Rangers series from last year. What a great series that was. Maybe the Islanders can push it to that point as well. Now think about. But think about if they get past Carolina, and then not only is it stressful for us that we get to play each other and. You get past that, and then you got another local team possibly waiting right after you. Imagine being. Let's worry about getting past round one. Islanders is, but let's think about okay. You don't maybe have that big of a rivalry with the Islanders compared to the Rangers, but the Rangers have to play the Devils, who are already at each other's throats as fans, and then you go to the Islanders next, who also are at each other's throats. Damn, this playoff run will take years off my life if that happens. But we'll see. The Islanders. It's you know what too, Zach. What's interesting with the Islanders is there's only two routes this goes. Carolina either sweeps them or the Islanders win it in seven. And then the Islanders, if the Islanders get past that first round, they really are a threat to make a deep playoff run. So they're either a first round exit and quicken out, or they're going to go really deep in the playoffs. It's one of the two. I don't know which one's going to be though. I don't know what Islander team will say. Yeah, we'll see. It should be should be but a good. Beautiful. I think it'll be a good series. I think the Islanders can can push the issue here uh, and win some games. Yeah, but let's beautiful move on. UBS Arena is going to get a playoff series finally. Playoff game. Let's touch upon some early takes on this MLB season. Uh, I mean, let's go. Let's go. Let's talk. Let's go to Queens first, Nick, and talk about a Mets team that came into this season with the biggest of expectations given their payroll. Uh. What's what's kind of your early takes on how this Mets season start? I mean, there's definitely been some inconsistency, some awful pitching performances, uh, in that Brewer series, losing ten nothing, then nine nothing on back to back days. They've had some good wins against the Marlins. They beat up on the Marlins, which is good. Bad team. They should be winning those games. They win two out of three against San Diego, which is a, a good sign considering that yeah, the team very... that knocked them out of the playoffs. Good. But I think I think it's been inconsistency so far. Right now, Alonzo's hitting home runs. You've seen some good stuff from Singa. You've seen some good pitching from McGill, but inconsistency inconsistency right now is kind of the word I 
I used to describe the Mets, but there's obviously a lot of hope with this roster. Inconsistency in their play and inconsistency from the reaction of their fans. Let's let's kind of rewind. Okay. So you start off the season, like you said, taking two or three from um the Padres. From not the Padres, from the Marlins, I'm sorry. Yep. All good. You then you then take did you get swept by Milwaukee? Yes, you, badly. They got swept badly loss. by Milwaukee, losing ten to nine, then nine nothing. The first two games of the series, Cookie Carrasco looked awful. And then, Scherzer looked awful. Just rough pitching so you, outing and struggling with the bat. Ten nothing, nine nothing, and then six so seven. Ten nothing, nine nothing, then seven six. Yeah, and at that point in the season, I know we were only six games in, but. Were Mets fans is having a meltdown, or were Mets fans having a meltdown? It was the way that they lost, Panic not the losses. Hitting. Panic was hitting the Mets. Now they come home to Queens, took two or three from the Marlins to start the year, to start the homestand, and then take another two or three from the Padres. And Mets fans have calmed down again. I'm, I'll tell you, it's interesting with you guys this year. You guys are on sudden. It's high edge, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the history of the Mets. Maybe because you're just waiting for the typical Mets fashion for something bad to happen. But you guys are like so high maintenance this year. It's unbelievable that you guys were freaking out after six games. And granted, I get it. You lost two of those three games by a combined score of 19 to nothing. But panic set in. Very early this year, and it—I don't know. Mets you know, have some major holes, but Nick, I'll you tell you—I'll tell you exactly out. why panic set in. Right, coming into this year, what what do we think we had? Right, we had—we thought we had an elite closer. Right, arguably the best closer in baseball. He gets hurt out for the season. We thought we had an ace and Max Scherzer, someone who could be a star at the top of this rotation. He gets teed up. Opening, he doesn't pitch that well. Opening day, pitched against the Brewers and gets absolutely blasted off. Just gets destroyed that game. So you have concerns about him. Then you sign Justin Verlander to this big offseason contract, and then he starts the year on the IL. You look at the DH position, and you and who do you you don't really have a lot of depth at that position, right? You're going to have Daniel Vogelback DH. He's been inconsistent. You have a whole the bottom nine of your order. Brett Beatty, third baseman, gets hurt in the minors. Escobar starts the year hitting what is it? Four four for thirty-nine right now. I mean. So yeah, there are, there definitely are concerns right now, but it is still so early. You've seen some good stuff from Kodai Singa. Pete Alonso's crushing the ball out of the park. He's already has six home runs this year. Pete Alonso quietly is leading the National League in home runs. He's got six and no homers. one's talking about it. Yeah. yeah. He's no. quietly leading the National League in home runs right now. So, I'm not freaked out, but I understand the cross. Panic set in. Injury at catcher, you too. You therapy. Know, That's so. what you need. We don't want to catch catcher depth. So, we'll see if Alvarez can contribute this year. Yeah, Mets. And then on top. Got a series now against Oakland. Let's see what they can do there. Oakland, I think, believe started the year three and ten, so it's a team they should beat up on. Hopefully, hopefully they can get a sweep there in Oakland. To be honest, hopefully they we can take three or three. The 
You also got to remember your scoreboard broke. Your brand new scoreboard that Uncle Stevie bought you also broke like 10 games in. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> let's, talk, let's go to the Yankees, Nick. What are your early okay. season thoughts uh, on how the Yankees are doing? You win two games and you lose one. You win two games, then you lose one. You win two games, and then you lose one. That's how the Yankee season started. Very not flashy, nothing really spectacular, but nothing bad either. You're getting the same MVP production you got from Judge. Stan looks solid right now. Cole looks very solid. Rizzo looks is doing very well as well. Um Obviously, they've had some injuries and concerns there where you have to trot Aaron Hicks and Isaiah Kanafaleta out there every day. Um, Frankie Cordero, who's kind of put some relief in that's getting some good uh, outings out. And the starting pitching has been pretty good considering that, uh, you know, what we thought the rotation would look like at the start of the year with Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino. Um yeah, neither of them pitched. Frankie Montas never got out of beginning of spring training. So to be where the Yankees are right now, I'm happy with it. And look, they're not winning the AL East right now. The Rays are the Rays are off the Rays to can't lose right start. now, which is yeah. obviously they've made a very interesting array to start the year. Um, we'll see. Um, yeah, eight and five, solid production from a lot of players. Rough game we'll see what uh, yesterday. Happens. I know Volpe will turn it around at some point. Yeah, we don't talk about that. That game didn't happen. <laughs> it's like our scoreboard. <laughs> that game didn't happen. That game didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean the Yankees have a good roster. No one. Both the Mets uh, and the Yankees should be able should be very competitive this year. Uh, and yeah, excited to see both teams. But right now, I think the focus is on basketball and hockey. We got a lot to look forward to. A lot of postseason action right now, so really Hopefully excited for Saturday night. Exits besides the Devils, yeah. Oh, I mean besides the Rangers. So, Knicks Cavs Saturday night should be a good one. You taking the Knicks game one even without Julius Nick? No. Whoa, I'm taking them with or without Julius. Jalen Brunson gonna carry this Nick team. He's gonna put up four. He's gonna he's gonna put up forty, if not close to forty, again. Carry that Knicks to the game one W. Excited to watch, but right, I let's... think that's all the time we have. Oh, you want what? You want to say something? Let's do a little prediction. Okay, so you're saying Knicks right, take let's game go one a against prediction. the. Uh, let's go a little prediction. Okay, Knicks take game one against the Cavs. I say no to that. Devils Rangers game one. Who takes that one? Nick, I'm biased. I'm going to tell you the devil's on home ice. <laughs> We're going to protect the rock. Nets 76ers. Sixers. Who takes game one? <laughs> I want to see the Nets put up Islanders, the flight, Carolina. But... Carolina. Islanders, Carolina. Who takes game one? I agree with you, Carolina. So Rangers are the only ones that are going to take game one of all of our teams that we just talked about. All right. <laughs> I think that's all the time we have for today. As Home always, ice, all guys, seven games. Thank you for uh, for tuning in and make sure to follow us on social media if you're not following us already. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, can't wait to make Zach's life a living hell when the Rangers eliminate the Devils in the first round. <laughs>